Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views here on this Freedback Friday. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain in the state otherwise known as California. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. No, my name is Mike Piworski. I come to you live from the East Coast, the coast with the most here, which your co-host with the most, on The Rundown. Two way views, conservative news. Craig, how's your uh, how's your Friday going? It is hot. It is like twelve years a slave hot out here, man. It is just not been. Woo! It's not Woo! been good. That's a that's a rough one. Hold on, let me see. I got uh, I took the snapshot within the past uh, fifteen minutes here. Um, here's what we got going on in uh, in Central Florida. Oh wow! Okay, so you, you're you're where we are. Only you have the humidity on top of it. Yes, yeah, we're we're ninety five plus humidity equals one hundred six. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, I can tell you've been spending a little bit of time in the sun. At first, I was about to say because I know you got those lights that make you even more pale, but you look like you got some of that nice Florida, Florida sun, or or at the very least, you've been baking internally. It, it was like fifteen minutes outside today too. It's uh, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> So now, how's the temperature there in the studio? Uh, 66. Ah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yes, I... 66, yeah. When you're operating a, 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 when you're operating lights and computers and equipment and all of that, I have found the best thing to do is to keep that studio nice and cool. So needless to say, I'm. Uh, yes. it's almost brisk enough in here where I could put a sweater on. Yeah, it's no, that's definitely when you're walking from 106 into a 66 room. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a little, uh, you know, I'm a little, you know, <laughs> chilly. <laughs> I feel you, sir. I feel you, sir. Hey, folks. I didn't know if I could say nipply or not. I didn't know. I didn't know if I could say that. <laughs> uh, nipply is not one of the, one, it's not one of the seven dirty words. So, seven dirty, seven, wait, anyway, it's not one of the seven pretty dirty words. words. So, let's just seven not deadly use words. It. What is that? <laughs> come on man you do radio you know, know the words you're not supposed to stay on the radio oh yeah no i don't I know. when uh, we try to say booger at least once a week just to just to push the envelope yeah. <laughs> yeah when it comes to when it comes to broadcast the definition of what is of is of what is offensive uh really kind of yeah. changes that doesn't mean what it used to mean yeah. right yep yeah we've we've done uh on the radio before where we We've had to hit the dump button so many times in a row that we have to sit there for a minute in silence. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and we feel shame. Hey, folks, however you guys are paying attention to the program, however you're watching the program, if you're watching us live, uh, do us a favor. Drop us a line. Let us know that you're there. Let us know that you're enjoying the program. If you got any questions, any concerns, uh, we will ignore them. But say hello. <laughs> say hello anyway. Um but and also, by the way, like, share and subscribe and encourage your friends to do the same. Let them know that this is the place where the conversation is taking place, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, if you're watching us on Rumble then chances are you're 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 uh, you're watching a pre-recorded version or rebroadcast. Uh, same thing with Spotify or if you're listening to the podcast. But once again, YouTube and Facebook, uh, whether it's on Arms Room Radio, whether it's on at Craig Deleuze, whether it's at the Rundown uh, or the California Republican Assembly, uh, you're watching us live. So do us a favor. Give us a shout out. Right. But remember, if they're if they're watching it pre-recorded, Craig, they're not watching us now. They're watching us later. Right. 
Well, now later for us, now for them. Right. So then, which would be now, not later. Yeah. Okay. But I'm speaking to the future them. The the future that's, to them that hasn't it. even watched. That's right. Movie. We are speaking to the future them right now. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> These time paradoxes, man. I, it's, it's, I don't know how we are able to talk to each other when we're three hours apart. That's the I weird know. part. Modern technology, bruh. Modern technology. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and let's get into today's stories. Uh, we have always, oh, almost forgot, just real quick. We got to give a shout out to our sponsors at the top of the show. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Let's say hey to our, our newest sponsor there, Hitman Industries. Make sure you get to hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net. Uh, chances are, if you own an AR 15 in the past 10 years, 50% of the chance you got to, you've already got their barrels, but some of the best top barrels in the country coming out of there, check them out and more than just barrels, get what you need from them. Uh, yes. the California Republican assembly. Don't forget, uh, these fine folks over there fighting behind the iron, iron wall, iron curtain. And then, uh, of course, us combat gear. That's right, folks. Once again, all of these folks, the links to the, the links to their websites are in the description of this program. Go there, check them out. If you like what you see, spend some money with them and tell them that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. Okay, now we will get yes. into today's news. Now. Uh, we now. have always. Or later. Or later. Later if we're pre-recorded. Yeah. Depending, on where, depending on where you're at. Yeah, it's later depending yeah. on where you're at. So we have always talked to you about, about gun control. And the very fact, that the very truth is, and the truth that many people on the left don't want to admit is, Gun control, in particular, the right to carry or the right to possess firearms, has always been about keeping those people from carrying, from being able to possess, own or possess firearms. Uh, whether it was Native Americans, whether it was Chinese, whether it was Mexicans, whether it was black people or newly freed slaves, it's always been about keeping, in particular, minorities or undesirable people from being able to own or possess firearms. Well, New York, following the uh, New York Pistol v. Bruin decision, they decided they were going to pass a bunch of laws. Uh, once again, not just not just restricting where you can carry a firearm, but also adding to now, by the way, they they had a they had a good cause requirement that just got slapped down. But what is still in places of good character, good moral character. And usually in the past, that's pretty much meant or most municipalities take it as all right. You haven't been convicted of a felony or basically you can legally you, you can pass a background check and own a firearm. Uh, and you're not someone who's who has a history of just regularly threatening people with violence and stuff like that. So sometimes they'll yeah, do an this, interview. Sometimes yeah, they'll yeah, look at your social yeah, media. Yeah. But it's never yeah. really like, you know, they don't. They don't. Right. Do it's like, like the same the same restrictions you would see when you filled out a forty four seventy three. That exactly. should be it. That exactly. Be it. Well, in New York, they have actually decided that, uh, and as they are working to defend. Uh, defend their position or defend their laws, they decided to hearken back to the original gun control laws, which uh, basically when they, they, which looked at good character. And part of that was these were banned laws that banned Native Americans from being able uh, to carry firearms that forbid uh, Catholics or basically it was, it didn't really just forbid Catholics. It was, you had to be Protestant in order to, to be able to be approved, to be able to carry a firearm. But these are the laws that are in place. These are the laws that were in place that the new, that New York is now arguing in their legal briefs are the foundation and the reason why they ought to be able to continue 
to have that sort of discretion when it comes to good moral character. Yeah, let, let's 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 lay this out uh, under the Bruin decision. It said the only only methods for enforcing gun laws or, or examining gun laws if they're constitutionality is to look at the plain text and the historical content. Uh, well, so New York has decided they were going to look back at historical content, Craig, although they decided to go with historical racist gun laws that have since been overturned everywhere. Mm, I, I guess they didn't, you know, recognize the part about the laws have to be valid laws currently to use them as historical reference because they went back and found laws that are clearly racist, clearly discriminated against, you, you, like, you, like you said, you know, race, color, creed, religion, everything. And those are the ones they're citing as the reason that they should be able to continue to, uh, to uh, keep people from having firearms uh, is, is a historical racist content. It's, it's you know, you, you shake your head. You're like, hold on, they're doing what? I, I mean, you really have to wrap your head around it. They're citing laws that have been struck down as reasons that people shouldn't be allowed to carry firearms now because they had to have a historical context. Um, what? Well, they're arguing that, well, we were able to determine in the past what good moral character meant. And in, this, in that case, they said, well, if you were Native American, you were not a good moral character. Or if you were Catholic, <laughs> you were not of good moral character. That, so they're saying that because they were able to arbitrarily determine what good moral character meant, well, then there's a historical basis for them being able to do it. Now, what they've completely ignored is, yeah, but that foundation that you used was not constitutional. Correct. In essence, they're correct. Yeah. In fact, mm -hmm. in, in, in the Bruin decision, hold on here. I've got the quote for it. Um, uh, you know, Bruin was, was, was very clear. It said, um, of course, in a modern instance were to arise where gun licensing requirements were applied in a discriminatory manner. It could, should, and would be struck down as unconstitutional. So even having that in Bruin, New York has said, we don't care. We, you've just told us not to do it this way. We're still going to do it this way. Pretty much. That's exactly. And in fact, that's exactly what they said. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's, cra it's crazy that they would do this. But folks, and I, once again, if you, are, if you are a Democrat or if you are someone who is anti-gun and you are watching, first of all, if you're anti-gun, you're watching this program, I applaud you. Hopefully you will not be anti-gun too long. Um, but there is no doubt, and they are justifying it, that uh, they are proving it, that once again, the foundation of gun control in these United States is racist, is racism, right? Yeah, yeah. There's absolutely yeah, no Chicago doubt. Tried this, yeah, Chicago tried this under the McDonald decision. Right. Uh, you know, this, they, they cited, you know, some historical uh, racist context and uh, it was thrown out then. They said, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. That doesn't be, it's got to be constitutional. It can't just be in the history. It has to be constitutional. <laughs> right, right. So we're going we're gonna to point to an unconstitutional law and use that as evidence that our current law, which it is yeah. modeled after, is constitutional. Ex exactly. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a head shaker when you try and figure it out. It, it really is. Well, yeah, when you consider back then, you know, the number of, of racist things that were in place at that time. Oh, back then. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but to figure out the reasoning 
that they're asking for this is just like you're doing what you're doing you no not only no but it says no here you can't do that but you've still decided that i guess historical racism is okay and that's going to be okay right not just no but hell no (laughs) you know it, it this is equivalent to new york coming out and saying we're going to segregate our schools and we're going to keep black kids away from white kids because the Plessy versus Ferguson case said we could do it. Yep. You know, even though play, even though that, that ain't, even though that ain't law no more, but that's right. Eh. You gotta, you gotta wonder about these folks sometimes. That's how, by the way, that is how bad they want to keep you from being able to defend yourself. They're willing to admit, yeah, we're racist, but Hey, all right. Yep, ridiculous. Um, yep. We've talked to you ad nauseum over the last week, especially once the, once it actually passed both houses. Uh, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. We all know that in essence that was Build Back Better or the baby Build Back Better uh, revamped, renamed, and repackaged. It has absolutely nothing to do with reducing the uh with reducing uh uh with reducing inflation what is amazing and what not i'm not going to call it amazing because in the end ms the mainstream media now and you've got all of them now even as even msnbc which we know is just beyond the pale bad even msnbc is now realizing or they're saying they're realizing it they are now acknowledging that the Inflation Reduction Act has absolutely nothing to do with reducing inflation and was, in fact, all marketing. Now, here's where I think they're disingenuous, Mike. I think they always knew. They always knew that it didn't do anything, but they were willing to play along because they wanted to see it passed. And now that it's passed, they're like, oh, my, how could this have happened? We have been duped. Yeah, of, co- of course they knew, right? Of course they knew. They, you know, they're they're carrying the the president's water for him. You know, they're they're the ones delivering his message. And now they want us to believe that Craig here in two weeks they they did this. They went, oh, um, hey, we we actually just read it now, and it's it it's going to be more inflation. We didn't read it before. We uh, you know, we're dumb. We didn't think to do that. Now we read it, and it's and it's bad. Uh, no, they were carrying his water for him. It's what they were doing, delivering his message uh, and, and being deceitful to you the entire time about it. Well, before it ever passed, the Congressional Budget Office said it was going to do nothing to reduce inflation. And all you had to know that the Congressional Budget Office said that was to either read their report or watch Fox News <laughs> or read the New York Post. You know, those alternative news sources. (laughs) That's all you had to do to know that it did absolutely nothing. All you had to do was listen to every time a Democrat was asked, okay, how exactly will this reduce inflation? And they went on to say it's not going to reduce inflation without saying it, right? They talked about, well, it's going to eventually bring down the cost of energy. You know, for for those of you who who are going to go out and buy a $60,000 minimum electric car, you're going to get an additional credit. For those of you who are going to put, you know, you know, $50,000 worth of solar panels on your roof, you're eventually going to get a credit. 
for those of you who are on Medi-Cal, we're going to cap where you're going to be able to spend, how much you're going to have to spend on out-of-pocket medicine. But um, none yeah, of that yeah. reduces inflation. None of it. Yeah. No. No. Uh, you know, it. they're just going out back and pulling money off the tree, growing the money tree in the rose garden there. I guess that's how they do it. You know, it's just, it's magic money, Craig. We're going to going to print more we're going to make more and it's not going to devalue the dollar at all not at all well here is what here is what this bill has de deflated the amount of time it takes between the time we know the democrats are lying and the mainstream media actually uh actually points out that they were not correct or not telling the truth it used to take during covid it took like two years now we've got it yeah. down till uh, a week after the bill passes, then we know that, right. you know, <laughs> then they yep. start telling us the truth. Yep. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Funny. Well, Whoopsie. cause Whoopsie. And by the way, it, it's, it's amazing that now that we've now that, uh, well, let me clarify. It still hasn't passed yet. Once the ban on, on semi, once the assault weapons ban, the ban on semi-automatic center fire rifles passes, that's when the media will come out and say, you do know that these are not used in gun crimes, right? That people aren't using them to commit suicide, that less, you know, 2.6% uh, of all gun crimes are committed with rifles as a whole and an even smaller percentage with these weapons. See, once that passes yep. and is signed into law, uh, H.R. 1808, once that passes and is signed into law, that is when you'll finally hear the mainstream media talk about that. Yes. That hopefully, is, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Well, that is how they roll. <laughs> that is definitely how yep. the left rolls. They're not they're not dishonest. They're just late in their honesty. Yeah, again, whoopsie. We didn't well, we didn't, we failed to read it. We didn't know. How did we that didn't know. happen? That's what they want us to believe. That's exactly That's what, what they want, they us, to want us to believe. All right, uh, good news from, uh, more good news, by the way, from Captain Florida, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, he, now, as a part of a previously passed law, uh, the governor was able to actually assign or create a unit of law enforcement specifically to go after, uh, promote to promote voter integrity and go after voter fraud. Uh, and uh, Ron DeSantis has announced that, uh, well, they done caught it, it did some folks, uh, 20 people. Now, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but this was the, the initial salvo. 20 individuals who were not supposed to be, who were not supposed to vote. These are people who were convicted of violent of felonies or violent felonies. And, and even though they do have a way in which you can get your voting rights back there in Florida, these are individuals who didn't bother to get their vote, tried to get their rights back or anything like that. They went and they voted. They weren't supposed to vote. And so now they're being brought up on charges. Once again, these are all violent, most all violent felons. And, you know, Mike, some people are poo-pooing this idea. They're saying, is that it? That's all you got? 20 people who weren't supposed to vote, who actually voted. Um, and it's amazing to me because every single time, no matter how many instances of voter fraud you bring up to them, they're always like, really? Is that it? Is that all? Yeah, listen, uh, this is like like you said, in fact, the governor called it, this is the opening salvo uh, is, is what you're going to have here. By the time he's done, they're going to have to build a new jail for for voter frauders. They're, they're going to have to have a whole new place to put them. Um, Florida's law is 
now once you're uh, you're free of supervision, whether that's out of jail, uh, off parole, off probation, whatever it happens to be, you can apply for it. It's pretty much automatic to get your rights back. Um, the the exceptions to that are um, violent criminals, the murderers, the rapists. They're not getting it back. They they've said that those can't get it back. And is an additional little fact: um, the Second Amendment rights is not included in that when you get uh, when you get your rights back. You still have to petition. The, uh, basically the uh, uh, the the board the parole board to get those uh, rights back and that's very far and few in between but um, they're the people and I watched them on the news here uh, you know this afternoon Craig they're, they're on TV and they're saying well the, they sent me a, a, a voter registration card in the mail so I figured I would be all right I like oh, oh okay got gotcha that's how it works that's how it works well but that mike that's the same thing that they did here in california when they found out that that uh tens of thousands of people were actually registered to vote and were voting uh who weren't even citizens who weren't supposed to vote because here we have this thing called motor voter where if you have a register you could you can register through the dmv and then they went ahead and they just started registering everybody they didn't even bother and so you almost had to unregister uh, it let them know that, yeah, I'm not an American citizen. Uh, but if they well, remember, because in California, by- would, yeah, we, we, we have motor voter law here also. But in California, remember, the law says when you go to get a driver's license, it's illegal to ask them about their citizenship. Right. So they just assume they're they're citizens and they they also register them. So you've got. Right. And again, last time I saw the number, Craig, it was estimated up to two million people in California right. that are illegals that are voting, not just illegally voting, but illegals that are, that are registered to vote. Well, I don't, I don't know how many are, I don't know how many are registered to vote, but I know that there's enough to where, and there are concentrated enough areas where it can have an effect on elections. And there is absolutely nothing being done to discourage people who are not legally allowed to vote uh, from voting. We don't do anything to clean off voter rolls for people when they haven't voted in forever, if they've moved out of the state. So there's tons. Of, and when we sent out, now we send out ballots to everybody. So it doesn't really matter if yes. you request one or not. Everybody gets one or every registered voter, every every registration gets a ballot. So even if it's a non-valid registration, they get it. Even if you're a non-citizen, they get it. Even if you're in the country illegally, you get it if you're if you somehow read got registered to vote, whether intentionally or on accident. But there's no voter fraud. Yes, yes. But there's no voter fraud. We have complete and utter um, election integrity. Yeah, I'm I, sure you do. I'm sure you yeah, do. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure being facetious. For uh, those of you who are listening, I'm giving the yeah right look into the camera right now. <laughs> I'm just reading some other stats here. California has more immigrant eligible voters uh, than any other state. Uh, and they also have more uh, illegal immigrant voters than any other state as well. So, yes, that is in fact the truth, uh, sadly, but that's because we have more uh, illegal immigrants. I mean, we have a greater percentage of, of well, yeah. those who've and again, when you, when you're, when your governor and yeah, your, your liberal crooked government in, in your state, says passes a law that says it's illegal to ask somebody what their immigration status is oh, no, including oh. the police by the way the police are not allowed to ask that you, you know oh, oh no, what no, do you no, no 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 it goes mike it goes much further than that it because that we actually offer benefits to people who are in the country yes you get, you get additional but you get a bonus prize if you are in the if yes. you are here in the country uh illegally so 
That's life That's in right. California. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mike, this next one was uh, you, you brought to the table, so I want you to go ahead and share this one with the folks. There's a, a gun store in, uh, let's see what's the town. The town is uh, Berkeley County. It's in Berkeley County in South Carolina. Um, coastal Firearms. And I want you to remember Coastal Firearms because if you happen to be anywhere in South Carolina, I want you to avoid this store like uh, like it had the, the COVID monkeypox, you know, in, in the parking lot. So stay stay away from there. What what happened was they had a, a gentleman working there. This gentleman was a... Uh, uh, he's a veteran, a former Green Beret, and a former firefighter, and he was doing some extra time, you know, working at the local uh, local gun store. Well, the the owner of the gun store, uh, and, and I'll pull up his name here in a moment for you. Um, he uh, he decided to play a prank on this this former Green Beret. Uh, they were having a little game in the store, I guess. He decided to be funny. He uh, he took this fake gun over and pointed the fake gun at him and pulled the trigger. And lo and behold, it's not a fake gun. It's a real gun. It shot him in the face uh, and, and it killed him. Um, well, that was back in November. It took, uh, it took the locals there about a, a month, I guess, to finish up the investigation and look at everything. Uh, and they still decided it was, uh, it was manslaughter. So they charged him with manslaughter. Guy went to jail, uh, bonded out, $15,000, still out on bond. Uh, Craig, here, here's the incredible part about this story. And we do want to talk about gun safety. To, to wrap this all up with. But the incredible part about this is the ATF has allowed this store to remain open. The owner of the store the, the, is the, is the ATF's, ATF's responsible party. He's the name of the licensee on the federal firearms license. The ATF has decided shooting someone in the face while playing what you thought was a joke with a gun that turned out to be a real gun is not reason enough to close, this, close the FFL down. Now, Craig, we know from what's been going on recently, if you get an audit at your store and the ATF finds that one of your customers failed to put his race down, or if he was of Hispanic or non-Hispanic heritage, that that's enough to shut you down with. However, shooting employees in the face and killing them, not so much. That's okay. Yeah, it's really kind of weird because they, they, you know, they've 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 ramped up uh, the. How, the, the things that which that can cause you to actually just flat out lose your license and almost all of the new things are all paperwork related. And now here's an instance where these are people who their job is is to help facilitate uh, the exercising of the Second Amendment. So these are people who are supposed to be responsible for safely storing and transferring firearms and ammunition uh, between individuals, between them, between uh, manufacturers and, uh, you know, between manufacturers and the retail customers. Uh, and when you ignore, when that is your responsibility and you ignore base, and we're talking very basic firearm safety. All right. We're talking, don't point a gun at something you don't intend to destroy, but even worse when you're playing games, right around a bunch, around, around a bunch of deadly items. If there's anybody who should know better, then to play games like this, it's people who run or operate a gun store. And if you don't, then you need to give up. Uh, you need to give up your license. Yeah, this I, I'm still just just dumbfounded by this. How this happens? How the ATF can decide that administrative issues uh, that that you take care of are, uh, are are something that we should we should stop for 
we should uh, we should shut your shut your business down. But you know, this is this is all right. You know, shooting someone in the face, uh, someone that's been now arrested. You know, I get I get it. He has not been he has not been charged or he has not been convicted of a crime. Craig, uh, it, it it doesn't doesn't matter to me if he's been convicted of a crime. This is clear evidence of being of improperly being able to handle the firearm, deal with the firearm, recognize a loaded firearm. This should be cause for that store to be shut down. It's 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 again dumbfounded. I got we got a couple of head shakers here today. This is this is one of them for me. Yes, no, I I, I completely agree. Uh, you know, you're held to uh, a higher standard. I mean, this once again, just you don't get the the guy who got shot doesn't get a second chance, right? I'm sorry, right. but in this particular case, there's no reason this store should still be open. Period. At yeah. the very least, yeah. why haven't they? At the very least, if they're waiting for the outcome of the criminal case, why haven't they at least suspended the FFL? I mean, put yeah. it on hold. Something. But they've done nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. Nothing at all. So let's give yeah. let's give them to you, Craig. I'm gonna I'll give the first one. You can follow with the second one, or I'll just do them all. Let's give let's give those basic rules of firearm safety. And this all changes. Right. Listen, whether you go to the NRA or you go to a a concealed carry location, you know, you sometimes you see three, four, or five, but they're all the, the basic, right. the same thing. They're just some are compound sentences. But I, I'm going to give you the first one, the first rule of firearm safety. Ready, Craig? Right. Never give your guns to the government. Never give your guns <laughs> to the government. It's the first rule of okay. firearm safety. All right. No, that is number, true. No, that is true. Never yeah. give your firearms to the um, government. Okay. <laughs> um, num no, no, number, number two, always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, number three, always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Booger picker right? off the bang stick. That's right. Number four, keep the gun unloaded and or secure until ready to use. Now, you'll see other ones put in there like always know your backstop, always know your target, that kind of thing. They right. all can just be you know reinterpreted to these first these first couple of couple right. of rules. So simple to do. Follow it every day. Toy mm -hmm. guns as well. You think it's a toy gun, and this guy's yes. dead. If you treat okay. every gun, toy or not, as though it were a loaded gun, then accidents like this do not happen. I've been on movie yep. sets where we've used uh, we've used uh, uh, prop guns instead of real guns, or we've done we've used airsoft, yep. and I always have treated everything every everyone like it was a like it was a real gun. That way, in, in the event that you do have a real gun, number one, it's you don't you don't develop bad habits. Uh, but number two, you you don't wind up with instances like in this particular case, or uh, for example, what happened on the on the set of Rust, where you think it's not yeah. a real gun and someone winds up getting shot. Listen to us, folks. What we're talking about. Let's. I'm a I'm an armorer and a prop master. I'm, I'm, in fact, I've got IMDb credits for for doing this on movie sets. You treat every gun as if it's always loaded and ready to go. Whether right. you know it's real or not, not real. I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't even point fake guns at people. We don't point toy guns at people. And when we go to training and you get a, you know, a, a laser style rifle from next level training, you the first thing you do is pass it around the room, show it to everyone, and pass it around the room so right. everyone in there is 100% sure that it's a training item. And then you sterilize the room of all real firearms to make sure this doesn't happen. Right. That's why we have these rules to keep this kind of most uh, bull stuff. I almost said something else. Bull no, stuff from happening. That 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 word right there is completely and utterly appropriate. That exactly is exactly what this fits. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. 
Anyway, folks, well, just that's just what pisses me off because you know what? And I know, I know already out there, 99% of the firearms retailers, FFLs out there are doing it right. Uh, yep. But it only takes one example like this to make, uh, to make all of them look bad. So. Yeah. Shame on you, ATF. Shame yes. on you for letting this go on when you're going after innocent good store dealers that have a 0.01% clerical error and you're tossing them out. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. So I got one. We only have one parting shot for you today, but it, I think it fits. Did you say shot? Did you shot. say shot? I said shot. I think parting you said shot, but that's all right. Parting shot. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to do with socialism and what exactly socialism is. Um, and I wanted, well, well, I'll just go ahead and show you. So socialism is resentment disguised as compassion enforced by uh, tyranny disguised, or tyranny disguised as... Uh, <laughs> as tolerance i um, i guess when you put a couple extra ends in it it could you could pronounce it tyranny i, I know right. man look <laughs> it's dude, dude i'm sorry i apologize man it's been a long day it's been a long day you know i'm not exactly it's not your quote you just phonics. copied the picture i get it look, look you, i'm not exactly not your quote you copied phonics, the picture okay? but yeah, um yeah, yeah. i just there was a piece the reason the, the reason this stood out to me there was a piece that was put out by a, a paper uh, by a newspaper that basically talking about how capitalism is destroying America. And I'm like, first of all, do you understand what capitalism is? In particular, do you understand what free market capitalism is and what that means? And I, if you did, you would realize that if there were no capitalism, there would be no America. We would not exist as we do as a nation because we wouldn't have all that we have and you wouldn't have a newspaper to be able to print it in. It, it just, it was just, it just, Anyway, work yeah. the last nerve. Agreed. Agreed. You know, <laughs> capitalism is one of the reasons that uh, America was founded, right? They came over here for the, you know, for freedoms from taxes and everything else, you know, so we wanted to, uh, uh, you know, make, make profits, right? Well, capitalism in particular, free market, free market, it's based on this very basic concept. You are worthy of your hire. Man is worthy of his hire, meaning that you have ownership over the you have ownership over the work over, over yourself right over the fruits of your right. labor you should profit you should benefit from the fruits of your labor now some people say well yeah. well that's slavery no that's when someone else when you are forced to work for someone else when someone else benefits from the fruits of your labor uh and you have no say no choice in it they're like well but isn't that the same as slavery it's like well no because in capitalism, I can decide who else I want to benefit from the fruits of my labor, whether I, I want it to be my employer, whether I want it to be my customers, yeah. uh, or whether yeah. I just want it to be myself. Or guess what? Yeah. I have a right not to work. Now, if I decide not to work, then that also means that I've made a decision not to eat. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're not a burden on somebody else, you could do what you want. Exactly. Exactly. I'm all for I'm all for capitalism because guess what? The United States is one of the few places in the entire world where you can go from poverty to wealth in a generation. I don't know any yeah, place else that's possible. Wait, but by the way, before capitalism, do you want to know? You want to know how people became wealthy? By robbing, stealing, killing, raping, and pillaging. That's how people became wealthy right. prior to capitalism. That's right. Now all I got to yeah. do is figure out a way to provide something that you want at a price you're willing to pay and I can get there. 
Speaking of yep. buying and selling and, you know, get, you know, cap of good, good, good capitalism. Let's uh, give one more shout out to our sponsors before we head out today. Let's talk about some of the best barrels out there on the market. Hitmanindustries.net. Go to hitmanindustries.net. Also, make sure you follow the folks over at the California Republican Assembly fighting the good fight. And then, of course, when all that other tactical gear, all the non-gun gear that you want for your tactical needs, uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a phenomenal week. Tons of stuff to talk about. Man, wow. But anyway, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We're going to be gone now for uh, for a couple of days, but we'll be back on Monday, fun day, gun day. Talk to you again real soon. Yeah, baby.